What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Geek Scott Game, the Geek vs. All video game show. This month, it's just myself and Mr. Thomas. How are you, Thomas? I'm well. I'm I was well. deciding what to call you there. No, thanks, Thomas. <laughs> Keep it I, simple. I had nothing there. Uh, so, while we're, we're running solo together, so dually, I guess, noted. Dulo. Dulo. Jason Derulo. Mm. No. Uh, we are, we've got a lot to get to, actually. There's a lot of news that broke, actually, just in the, the last few days here. Uh, so this episode is airing on Wednesday, April 18th. Tom, first off, what are you playing right now? What do you got in your video game system? So I'm a little behind on my Nintendo Switch games. Um, <laughs> you just got it. So it's okay. I, I made the jump to the Nintendo, which has been fantastic. I haven't really touched my PS4 that much because of it. Um, I've been playing a lot of Mario Rabbids, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. that, um, it's kind of like a, playing a board game on a, on a, on a Switch. It's, it's been fun. I'm liking that game a lot. Um, I played Odyssey, I played Mario Kart, the, the usual oh big yeah. hits. Um, Zelda I have to dive back into, but that's more of a, a time constraint for me right now. I don't feel like investing my hours and hours. That's, that's where <laughs> I'm at. At the moment, at the moment, but I, I will definitely go back and do that. So Breath of the Wild I got, obviously, day one. Because okay. I got the Switch mm-hmm. uh, day one. And I got through a decent chunk of the game. I love it, by the way. But it was basically I can go all in on that or I can play like four other games. Yeah. So that's kind of where it was at for me. Mm. And uh, I, I have not returned to it yet. Pavlok, don't listen to this. I know you're <laughs> you're screaming it's right pulling now. pulling his hair out. Damn it, Josiah! <laughs> yeah. But uh, it, it's something I'm going to have to come back to at some point. Yeah. It's just... I feel like I'm leaving it on the table by not playing it and experiencing that. Are you very far? Um, not too far. Okay. I, mean, I got like the gist of it. Um, it's very it's, relaxing, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely got a nice replay value to it. I mean, oh yeah, which helps a lot. So <laughs> it does. And Mario Odyssey, by the way, which was my game of the year last year. It's just that game is like. Joy captured in a little cartridge. <laughs> I, I'm pretty far on that one. Again, I don't know why I stopped playing it, but I just get distracted easily. <laughs> <laughs> that one I rifled through. Um, I, I went through it really quickly. Did you get to the New Donk City? Yes, I, that's the last one that I beat. And then I think I went back to try and like get stars because I'm a perfectionist. So I like Or moons, I'm sorry. There's no there, stars. <laughs> there's a lot to do in this game. Yes. Um, in terms, But it feels manageable. Yes. Like Zelda, I feel like I, I could play for years, even though you know people like Pavlak have beaten it and all the DLC, yeah. which is nuts to me. But Mario is like a game you could... Uh, it's got very nice replay value. I like the mechanics. Mm-hmm. Cappy is awesome, I think. That's been f- I was worried about that, but it's been it's been good. N- no complaints. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I, I could talk about it all day. And it, I love it was, the theme it was, song. Yeah, I was going to say, it's very... Um, Mario 64 and like nostalgic like to a T like everything I mean besides like the cameos that you see like the picture frames and the enemies and uh, things that are going on like even playing it feels like you have an N64 controller in your hand and you're like you know you're a kid again it's just it's great it's an absolute nostalgic. blast it's uh it was perfect because I I was a, I went to Florida last year so I I was playing that on the plane nonstop my my plane ride flew by in like three minutes it felt like because I was having so much fun then got back. You know, plugged it in on the the big TV in the living room, and I, I went through the rest of it. And man, um, I, I don't think the Nintendo Switch could have had a better first year. And I was and I was behind on it. I don't know why I didn't make the jump initially. I was I was uh, PS4 obsessed, and 
then they disappointed me, and I was like, screw it, I'm gonna do it. I'm just like, I'm I, um, yes, I couldn't stop playing, and <laughs> it was a waste of my time. <laughs> no, that there was good games for that too, but I, I am still an Xbox man through and through, and I've got a PS4, but uh, my Switch has nicely joined, I guess, that triumvirate there mm. of, of awesome stuff. Yeah, I think I'm just waiting for the next big PS4 game to come out. God of War. Yeah, that one too. <laughs> <laughs> Are you into that? Um, I played one of them on PS3, and I loved it. That's pretty much everyone's stories. I played but one. They're like, yeah, you buy a PS3, you get this game for free, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. <laughs> Basically, all so it was fun though. I, I I enjoyed it. It was good gameplay, and I'm hearing great things about the new God of War game. So. Oh my gosh! So it comes out in just two days, and I I've got that pre-ordered. I'll be playing that. As soon as I get home, uh, but that that one looks awesome. I love the mythology with it. I like that they went Norse, and that's a real. What I didn't realize what the, was this was connected to the other God of War games. I thought this was a hard reboot. Well, no, it's the same. But guy. It's, it's true. But I thought. <laughs> but what I thought they were doing was completely resetting his okay, like his continuity. I gotcha. I gotcha. So yeah, like no, Spider Man, for example, continuation in MCU is different from Spider Man from Insomniac. Okay, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, I gotcha. That's what I thought they were doing, but um, it all takes place basically in the same timeline. So I'm really, really intrigued to see what that uh, transition looks like, I guess. Yeah. Have you played uh, the Horizon Zero Dawn game yet or no? Mm -hmm. You have. Okay. So remember the intro scene where it's uh, Alloy as a kid with her, like, that's her dad or her guardian, whoever it was. Yeah, it's not It's her dad or something. I don't know. I I don't remember. It's been a while. Um, So that's what I'm expecting with this game me too i'm expecting like to play as the kid and you know have like the dad be there to like teach him things and then experience it but i also got to play as the dad so that's cool (laughs) but if you remember that scene that was a really good scene in um, horizon zero dawn so that's what i want like overall i think uh i think we'll get that i think um one thing that i love is that the dynamic of his ex okay so it's basically like mjolnir to thor if you throw it, it comes back to you. Okay. Which is super awesome to me instead of just kind of like this hack and slash with, with the chains that he used to have mm-hmm. in the past God of War games, which is not bad, but this is like next level to me. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. I uh, I think I, God of War 3 I got pretty much right away when it came out on PS3. And uh, I have the God of War collection from like all the, the remakes for 1, 2, and then the PSP titles, but I, I didn't get through all those, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, can't wait. I'll be playing that later in the show. Kind of the reason for today's show, we're going to be talking about Insomniac's big fall release. We are getting Spider-Man exclusively on PlayStation 4. Uh, Insomniac, uh, they've got quite the, uh, the the history there. Forget about it. <laughs> they've, uh, they've got some incredible, incredible games uh, that they have made over the years. Most recently for me, Sunset Overdrive, which was Xbox exclusive. But uh, speaking of Xbox games... Uh, I know you're not an Xbox guy, Tom, but I think Used some of be. these... Uh, they broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> you broke my heart! Some of these uh, might be relevant to you. Okay. So, Xbox One this week released an update, actually today, on a whole slew of original Xbox games. This is all new to me, by the way, so I'm going to be like... This is real-time reactions. Real-time reactions. <laughs> an update for backwards compatibility OG Xbox games, Xbox One enhanced. Okay. Xbox One X enhanced, I should say. Okay. So some of the games uh, you may have heard of that 
you've definitely have heard of these. Uh, they're they're very big. The titles that I'm about to list here would have been backwards compatible as of April 17th. This is one that IGN always talks about on uh, on their Xbox podcast. Blinks the Time Sweeper. Did you ever play that? <laughs> it's about a time sweeping cat. I feel like I need to do a let's play on it at some point. Okay. Uh, Breakdown, Conquer, Live and Reloaded, The Elder Scrolls Three, Morrowind. Okay. That's a pretty big one I'm right intrigued. there. Intrigued. Awesome that you can play that on your Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hunter: The Reckoning, Jade Empire, which was from LucasArts, not LucasArts. Yes. Heard, heard of the game? It was, never played it. Uh, LucasArts published it, but Bioware developed it. Okay. Panzer Dragoon and then SX SSX three, mm. which those games were kind of popular back in the day. Not too impressed so far. <laughs> <laughs> these are big. De- these are some pretty pretty good OG Xbox games. But listen, I wouldn't anticipate a PS4 guy to say that they were good games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. April twenty sixth, Destroy All Humans. That was pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Full Spectrum Warrior, Mercenaries Playground of Destruction, uh, MX Unleashed, in. Really nice slew of titles after this. Star Wars Battlefront, the original. Okay. Uh, Star Wars, the original Battlefront 2, which is one of my favorite games ever. Okay, we're going to have to go back to this. Keep going. Yes. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy. All right. Star Wars Jedi Starfighter. Mm-hmm. Knights of the Old Republic 2. Oh. But Knights of the Old Republic 1 is already on there, I think. Okay. And then Star Wars Republic Commando. All right, Star Wars. Yeah, so lots of Star Wars. <laughs> Those are... Uh, some some of the better titles there, some not so much, but the original Battlefront and Battlefront Two, I played the heck out of. So Battlefront Two, I loved um, the direction it went with like the uh, new like I don't know the units and the heroes and um, some of the maps they did, but the maps in the first Battlefront were, I loved them. Classic. They were fantastic. I just. Like I wish I could play those maps on Battlefront Two, but I they know. didn't do that. But they were amazing, and that was my biggest regret. With that was, like, come on, give me those. <laughs> I know, I know. I uh, I feel the same way. Especially I, there was the the one on Tatooine where there was like, um, the Tusken Raider huts on the hill. Oh yeah. And there was like the small little town. Oh, it was fantastic. It was fantastic, and um, man, Battlefront Two's campaign I loved because it yes. was like. Uh, the perspective of a clone trooper turning into a stormtrooper and started off on Megito and yeah, the whole w- thing. It was yep. awesome at first, and then things kind of got bad as they they further delved into the Empire. Yep. And I love that point of view because a lot of times in games you don't get to play through the the point of view of the bad guys. We need more bad guys. We need more bad guys, and uh, I think that was that was definitely one of my that might be my favorite Star Wars game that I ever played. Uh, I never got to Jedi mm-hmm. Knight or Jedi Academy. I was going to say, Knights of the Old Republic, though, is like still my favorite. I played that game for so much on Xbox. Like, Oh, yeah. So much. <laughs> I, I played it on Xbox. A little Xbox. bit on PC, too, <laughs> afterwards. Like, I just had to go back to it. But oh, yeah, for sure. That's up there for like my top ten. Like, <sighs> That's a remaster I'd love to get. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Or even a or new just game. a new game. Come on. You know, like they're doing with Spider-Man <laughs> they, or God of War. They could yeah. just call it Knights of the Old Republic and reboot uh, it. Hmm. Because people would... Yeah, just have anybody do it but EA, and it'll be fine. I know, <laughs> I know. Poor Bioware too, with all the layoffs because of the last Mass yep. Effect. And w- Visceral had the closing, right? <sighs> yes, and I, I, you know, rumor has been at it for a long time that Disney is not happy with EA how they've handled the Star Wars license with yeah. the microtransactions and all that fun stuff. And well, they're going back to that, aren't they? They said they were, but right now they still have not announced. That I they read are. that they were going back to it. 
because they can. <laughs> they that had they had said that they were coming back at one point, but right now you still cannot purchase anything in the game. Um, speaking of Star Wars Battlefront Two, some really cool news on this. If uh, if my computer will load, have you have you heard of the update that's coming to Battlefront Two this week? No. Okay. <laughs> let, Wait, let me, is it Ewoks? Yes. Okay. I didn't know what it was. Yes. But so the new mode coming out this week for Star Wars Battlefront 2 will be free. For now. For now. No. <laughs> you get to play as Ewoks. Okay. So like building a village together or like fighting as Ewoks. It would be really awesome <laughs> getting to put together almost Ewok like Sims. Sims. Style. <laughs> <laughs> I want an RPG game style from from Telltale Games. Oh my gosh! Go yeah. ahead, that game Villagers on uh, on PC. I've never played Villagers before. <laughs> yes, but all Ewoks. So it's called Ewok Hunt from EA. The ambush begins as Ewoks attack unsuspecting stormtroopers using spears, wisties. I never heard of them called wisties. Mm. It's like a bad. It's like saying wisties but like, without the R. Like bolos. I don't know. Those and o- other skills to take down their their opponents. Each stormtrooper defeated spawns as another Ewok. Mm. multiplying until the Empire's forces have been completely eliminated and the Ewok celebration can begin. So it's zombie Ewoks. Possibly. However, the Stormtroopers' superior training and firepower are more than a match for the Ewoks. Armed with a cater of weapons as well as flashlights to pierce the darkness, players must hold back the Ewoks' ambush if they have hope of surviving until an extraction team can arrive. Well then, thoughts on this? So now this I have is almost comical. Yeah, but now I have to go home and re-download Battlefront 2 on my PS4. Yes, you do. <laughs> Battlefront 2. Battlefront on my PS4. Um, yeah. That's interesting, though. And I w- when it first came out, I was really hoping for those game modes because I believe it was Battlefront 2. You could play as the Wampas, too. Wasn't that on Hoth? Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. It was one yeah, or two. Yeah. I think it was two. You could play two. as the Wampas on Hoth and just attack all the the soldiers and it was oh like really fun <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh um they had that one they they have any other ones it was wampas and ewoks i think that was it i'm not imagining they did jawas right maybe they did no no okay that would have been too good to be true that would be too good to be true <laughs> oh, teeny. yeah i uh i <laughs> i'm gonna play it obviously yeah but like i don't know like it's a little bit silly i wish i don't know Give me, give me some, uh, some prequel era stuff, maybe, or even uh, like Clone Wars. Okay. I heard they might be doing some Clone Wars stuff. I don't know if that more pertains to, like, the timeline of the Clone Wars from the movies or like Clone Wars the animated series. What, what would you like to see from the prequels as a game mode? I heard also, and this is what I would like to see, that they're going to do a lot of content based on Episode Three. Okay. So Revenge of the Sith season. I don't know if that was true, if that's a leak, if it's just wishful thinking and someone wrote an article on it, but that's something that I would love to see. Like so playing as an overpowered Anakin. Or Grievous, like that would be <laughs> okay. really cool. Grievous would be cool. Grievous, I think, would be awesome. I immediately just pictured playing as Anakin and just killing everybody in the Jedi Temple. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> Except the younglings. The, the younglings. The Not LC. the young, You lose points for killing younglings in the game. Oh, I wish I would have hit. Oh, my gosh. But I would play it. Me too, me too. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so but Grievous, especially, that would be really cool as well. I think Grievous would be awesome. Um, 
let's see, anything on Mustafar, like that whole, that as a map would be great. Okay. I think. Because seeing where they go in Revenge of the Sith, kind of running through that uh, that boardroom, mm-hmm. uh, being like able to go through there, or even like a command center, that would be really cool. You'd have the... Which was in Battlefront 2. Yep, yep. But bigger. Right. Yeah. And more lava. I uh, more <laughs> lava, always more lava. Yes. I would love to see them bring that back. I guess they're going to be uh, announcing season two of content. Season one was the Last Jedi, and I think that it's all going to pertain to Solo. Okay. With what they're doing with that, I, obviously we don't we still don't know a ton about Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. But that being said, uh, you know that that would be a really big selling point in hooking me back into the game because I haven't played it in some time now. Okay. I was thinking because they were going forward, I was like, how are they going to go back? But it's doable. That makes sense. I think it give, because they've done all the eras, the three major eras, they yeah. can kind of jump into it, hopefully relatively easy. I don't know, but they must be devoting just like entire teams at the studio to doing this. Yeah. Like that's a lot of content and it's all going to be free. So any DLC is going to be free. Obviously there was the microtransactions crap that was happening, but you know, for what it's worth, the DLC being free, that's, that's kind of nice. Did they do... um? A game of the year edition or like a lead edition for the first Battlefront after everything came out? Yeah. Okay. But that DLC was paid. So yes. it was $50 for that season pass. But after it all came out, because you go to the store and buy a disc with everything on it? Yep. Okay. So like a year later, basically, I think yeah. they did like a game, not a game of the year edition, but you know what yeah. I mean? Because it wasn't game of the year. Okay. <laughs> just, just curious. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um Moving on to other news, we've got, uh, speaking of Insomniac Spider-Man game, there's going to be a prequel novel that's coming out for it. Okay. Uh, it's called Spider-Man Hostile Takeover. It's going to be published by Titan Books, and they're going to work with Marvel and Insomniac here. Uh, from Polygon, they report that Titan Books will collaborate with Marvel and Insomniac Games to publish two tie-in books for Insomniac's upcoming Spider-Man, the first of which will be Spider-Man Hostile Takeover, a prequel to the events of the game. Uh, And then to quote, uh, let's see here, Titan, they said, leading directly into the beginning of the game, Marvel's Spider-Man Hostile Takeover features some of Spidey's most famous friends and foes, including Shocker, Echo, the Blood Spider, J. Jonah Jameson, yes, uh, Mary Jane Watson, and Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin, Mm. who's going to be prominent in the game. Okay. At least we think. Uh, Let's see here. The other book will be Marvel's Spider-Man, The Art of the Game, written by Paul Davies. So kind of like you get those Star Wars art books surrounding every movie, you'll get those. Uh, is this something that appeals to you at all? Um, I haven't... God, I feel like I haven't even seen that many Marvel like novels. I mean, I know they're probably out there. I mean, I've seen a couple of like Guardians ones, but... Now that I know that, that they're out there, I'm going to have to start looking. <laughs> oh, I yeah. knew they had X-Men books, but as far as like Spider-Man, I never even thought about it. So, yeah, I would definitely uh, give it a shot. I'd enter- entertain the idea. Yeah. Um, I feel like my reading time is limited with how I allocate my time. Mm-hmm. And if it goes anywhere, it goes basically to Star Wars. <laughs> if, you read, if you read one page a day, yeah. <laughs> eventually... Yeah, but if I read one page a day, by the time the game comes out, I'll have read like 20 pages. I'm trying to help you conserve time here, all right? <laughs> 20, oh man, I'd be on a roll. Fine, two pages I, a day. So I've read, I've read two books already this year. For me, that's like okay. groundbreaking. I read Phasma. This year or in your life? In my entire life. Okay. This, uh, <laughs> okay. this year, so since January 1st, I read Phasma. Okay. 
and I read the Last Jedi novelization, which I have an article coming. There's some really, really good stuff in there that expands upon the film. I uh, started like five books. <laughs> every, everyone can start a book, Tom. I know. <laughs> got to gotta finish that journey. I know. Uh, the, um, yeah. The other news I wanted to get to here is uh, this came out today. Are you a Call of Duty guy at all? Or have you ever been? I used to be. Okay. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is going to be coming this October. Okay. So it was bumped up. Uh, it was originally slated for November. and Is that Treyarch or Infinity Ward or which one's this that? This one's Treyarch. Treyarch, okay. And news broke today, which is heavily rumored, but to, to be from some good sources from Polygon again, that there will be no first or single player campaign. This will be the, the first time basically in a mainline Call of Duty game that we're not getting a first or a single player campaign. Okay. Rumor had it a few years ago that Activision was, or one of the, the studios working under Activision for Call of Duty wanted to cut out the single player aspect of the game because they have the stats. You know, you yeah. see how many people get achievements or trophies based on that. And a staggeringly low number of people played the campaign. Mm. They, they play it for the multiplayer. I actually really like Call of Duty campaigns. I know they're they're short and that sweet. That was but the only reason I got World of, or World, World War, War II. II. Yes, I got it, played the campaign, and then it sat on the shelf after that. Yeah, yes. I I was the same way. And I, honestly, same with with Battlefront. Okay. I haven't really I didn't play too much online. I played through the campaign and I was I liked it. It was fun. I played so much online. Yes, oh and then I I mean I played it for a while, but I get bored with that stuff like really quickly. I don't so get addicted to it like a lot of people. But the thing is with the Call of Duty games is they say Call of Duty and everyone starts throwing money at all the local stores before the game even comes out or they announce what it is. Right. You know what I mean? That's like the whole pre-order um, tragedy that's out there. I mean, they're like, oh, we're going to make a Call of Duty game and it's going to be um, jellyfish fighting um, rocks. <laughs> and everyone's like, yes, shut up and take my money. <laughs> Modern rock there. <laughs> yes. It's just so, I don't know. I feel like making them commit to a campaign is good. I mean, like I like seeing them take the time to make a story and get people hooked on the characters instead of just having online. Or maybe they should do one game, which is a really long, solid campaign and one game that's just online. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I'm just venting at this point. So I, I don't <laughs> like this news. I think it's disappointing. I think you're getting less value yeah. for what you're paying for with your $60. Um, on top of that, your DLC packs for Call of Duty are fifteen dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong; it's good value, but there's four of those a year. So you're, if you play Call of Duty every year and you play every single DLC pack, it's one hundred and twenty dollars. Not getting the campaign, I think, is a little bit of a slap in the face. Black Ops One is highly regarded as the best Call of Duty campaign of all time by a lot of people. Other people will like different ones. Black Ops Two, for example, is my favorite of all time. I think Black Ops 3 campaign was so terrible. Like, I, I hated every bit of it. What's the one where he's tied to the chair in the beginning, and as you hit L and R, he can break loose? That's one. I okay. call it Black Ops 1. So, yes, one. I liked one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the original Zombies, too, right? Was yeah. Okay, it was, yes. Zombies, or, I think, technically came out with World at War, but this was, like, the first really polished solid one. Of it. Okay. This is when it with went With Kino Toten or whatever that first one was? Yes. Because that's when I love zombies. I don't like zombies anymore. Right. It's just, te- it's like cliche now. Yes, exactly. Not, not so much back then. Mm-hmm. Um, or even in the years after that. But nowadays, it's it's not what it needs to be. Yeah. 
single player, I like I said, I, I love that. I'm probably one of the few players who plays all the way through it. They're usually only five or six hours, maybe seven, depending on, on which studio is developing it. But um, yeah, not not super thrilled about it. I I, I think th- that actually takes it. It makes my fall a little bit easier because now I'm not getting Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I we talked about it before the show. September has Spider Man, Spyro, the new Tomb Raider. For me, I like NHL every year, and in October we're uh, we're getting Red Dead Redemption yes. two, and there's a whole slew of other stuff we haven't even seen from E3 yet, mm-hmm. which is you know two months actually from this this very day. So there's a lot going on, and uh, that thins the herd a little bit. And we're probably getting another Battlefield this this fall. Yeah, same idea though. I mean, unless they have a really good campaign again, but right? I think they can kind of twist that knife a little bit to Activision and, and have that, that campaign in there. But I guess the next question is, to, to the masses, the hundreds of thousands of players out there who play Call of Duty, is that a, a big deterrent, not having a single-player campaign? Not for those people. I mean, if those people that if those people that are playing Call of Duty from when it comes yeah. out until when the next game comes out... They don't care. They don't care about a campaign. It's not going to be a factor at all. Um but for the people like me who play through the campaign, play online for a couple hours here and there, and then go on to the next game, um, because there's other games out there than Call of Duty. Um, yes. <laughs> Call of Duty players are like Madden players. Yes, so. exactly. Um, then no. I mean, like like you said, you're probably not going to get Call of Duty because of that. I mean, you might get it like later yeah. if it drops in price and you can play online for a bit and try it out, or if, if, if your buddy gets it and then you can play with him, but... I mean, sixty dollars is a lot of money these days, and and especially when everything is coming out, right? So, yeah. my mean, uh, sixty here, sixty there, adds up thirty fast. for Spyro. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think um, you know. Well, my my dad loves Call of Duty. He gets it every year. He he pours yes. hundreds of hours into the multiplayer. I I usually go on a binge, maybe for like a, a few weeks in the fall. I'll I'll play a ton of Call of Duty multiplayer, and I never was that guy, but I just get I get hooked gets me excited to play video games and um this this will not be a day one purchase for me even though black ops is my favorite franchise Damn. within the franchise so unfortunately you know that that is the news that's where it's at maybe they revert course and actually put a campaign in this maybe this is a smoke screen who knows it's all wishful thinking mm-hmm. but um uh, you had thought of a cool little premise before the show uh on some of the remasters that we want to see because we're getting uh, Spyro, the the trilogy on PS4 and Xbox One. Yes, unlike Crash, which was only on PS4 and then on Xbox One. Right, they had a year of exclusivity, basically. So, it's also rumored that they're going to have Spyro on the Switch and PC eventually. I would Not think sure so when, because Crash is coming to Switch. Yes, so it'll be the same thing, delayed a little bit, but that's, that's fun though. I mean. Cra- that, that, that's it's so, awesome. it's so portable. It's <laughs> that is a perfect portable game. Yes. Crash Bandicoot, though, like think about it, like that he was the PlayStation mascot in the late '90s, going into the early 2000s mm-hmm. a little bit, and now he's gonna appear. Not only, I mean, he he had some Xbox games, but he's gonna be on a Nintendo console. Yeah. That's crazy to me. It's like seeing Mario on <laughs> right? PS4 like, game. 
people would burn Sony to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> it, that won't happen. So anyway. what uh, what are some of the, the games or series that you were looking to get remastered? All right, so as soon as Crash came out, I was all about Crash Team Racing. You know I have an obsession with that game. Oh, me too. And we, we played it at Soupfest, and everyone else loved it who didn't know about it. Oh, um, yes. So if they could remaster that graphically, keep everything else the same, I'll buy like eight copies. <laughs> I'll <laughs> just put, try it all differently. <laughs> I'll put seven in a box, and we'll just... <laughs> So that one would be fantastic. The crazy um, racing, I can totally believe would happen. Yes, with the why not of at this point? Trilogy. Yeah, like how how could you not? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I it would be all over. Or even even a Crash Team Racing two. Well, they have that other one. I think it's called Nitro Kart. Yeah, I, I never played that, that one. I think that's for PS2 though. I had never played that one though. Yeah. But yes, I, I would also be okay with that. Yes. <laughs> or both, whatever they can do. Uh, so that game. Then there is. I would love to see Ape Escape. Ape Escape, okay, yep, yep. For those of you who don't know anything about Ape Escape, shame on you. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's literally, um, I don't. I kind of want to say it's a Pokemon ripoff, because if you ever played the game, you start off as a young boy, and you have a professor who gives you gadgets, and he reminds me of Professor Oak, and there's a girl who looks just like Misty, and they send you out into the world with a robotic net to capture monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> and it is yeah. super fun, uh, but... I never played the full game, but okay. I play. I it came on one of my demo discs. Yes, I think it was with uh, actually PlayStation Magazine. I, back I in the have day. Your, my PS One disc that you can play on my PS Three if you want to try it out. <laughs> it is super fun. So it's there's such that a game. weird premise, but it's so yes. Like, I can see that making a come because Parappa the Rapper got a, a little bit of a remaster last year. Yes, under the radar though. Wish that was more publicized. I could never play that game. I, I tried it, and I didn't know what, what the heck I was doing. <laughs> I was so <laughs> it was on, I was on my demo disc. I was like eight with with, Gak, with Gax and uh, Tomb Raider. Gax. Um, oh. <laughs> I always remember passing that at Blockbuster and being like, what the hell is that? Oh. All right. Um, more into trilogies or for a Twisted Metal anthology, I guess it would be. I mean, because those games were 95, 96, 98, and 99. Those came out. So, so all one late through 90s. four. One through four. Three and four were made by a different studio. Okay. Do did you play through Twisted Metal back in the day? I played the original two and then I played Black, but that was later. Okay. So those three were made by the same studio. Okay. Three and four were made by nine eight and or they were published by nine eight nine studios. Mm. And they were pretty different in tone, even though they had a lot of the same characters. Four was not not good, I thought, at okay. all. Okay. Um so let's but just let's just do one and two then, and we'll just. I, <laughs> I would say do a trilogy. Okay. Because two is like the sweet spot of oh my gosh, this is one of this is a system seller for me. Okay. That was like the reason I got a PlayStation. I, I played Twisted Metal two, so my best friend lived next door for one summer. They moved in with their their. I lived next to his grandma. Mm-hmm. Hey Bardo, what's up? And he <laughs> had a PlayStation. I did not, and we played that. Seriously, every day we would go through the the, the it wasn't really a campaign, but kind of story have, mode. Yeah, so to say, and you could do it multiplayer. And we had his older brother always put in the cheat code for God mode, which made us invincible. Had unlimited ammo, the whole thing. They should bring cheat codes back. Cheat codes should be back. Like, what are we doing here? What, what has cheat codes? Just like GTA right now? Probably. It's probably they it. should do that, and then like there could be achievements or trophies for them. Like, if you figure out certain ones, I think that'd be fun. Yeah, or I think certain games have it where if you turn on cheat mode, it turns off achievements. Probably. Which is still fun, too. It is fun. But, anyway. It's part of the strategy. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, Twisted Metal 3, I, I really adored, too. We played a good chunk of that. Um, 
sign me up for at least two and three. If you throw in one, that's a bonus to me. Um, four, I could live without. Yeah, you can always just not play the first one. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'd still pay for it. All right. And then I had two more. Uh, Tomb Raider Trilogy, which I've only played the first one, I believe. I played a little of the first one. I don't think I played two and three. But based on the popularity of Tomb Raider, I mean, you just said one's coming out. Yeah. Soon. I the th- mean, the third in the rebooted trilogy here. If you release the original for the people, I mean, the kids that haven't played the original, I mean, they're going to be exposed to the, I don't know, I'm going to say it again, the original. Yeah. <laughs> and I, same with Spyro, because the kids now have been playing their Skylanders and they've been playing their Skylanders <laughs> and back in my day. Kids and their I played on a boob tube TV. They're stupid toys. I used to have to angle in the right direction to get a signal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, Spyro. It's so weird to me. I remember seeing Skylanders for the first time. I worked at GameStop. You're like what? what I was is like, this? wait, like the Spyro? Yeah, the That's actually Spyro. Yeah, I was I was not uh, enamored. I'm like, hang on, hang on. We could be doing I Spyro think, game. I think I actually picked up. Um, Spyro had like an Xbox game. He did. And I was like, I'm gonna try this out. And I was, it was okay. But I was like, this isn't my Spyro. <laughs> this I, is this yeah. is different. I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like Spyro and Crash to me. Don't feel like they should be on Xbox. Crash no. has come into Xbox. But in because September. you're an Xbox guy, you're happy that they're there. I'm happy. I yeah. like the options because Xbox is hurting for exclusives. If they can make money. Yes. And if more people can play a wonderful, wonderful game. Exactly. I think they sh- it's, it's like art. It's enlightening. They should be exposed to it. Enlightening is a good word. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the Tomb Raider trilogy, even though I haven't played two and three, I think it would be great to see um, redone. And then finally, uh, the first three Tony Hawk games. Yes. So another game. Benny Hanna's and all. Yes, yes, yes. Another game that I played the heck out of. That w- Tony Hawk 3. So Tony Hawk 3 would have been the first PS2 game, I think, if I remember correctly. It might have been on both, though. It might have been on both. You're right. I, I think. will check. I think. So I definitely played it on PS2, if that's the one I'm thinking of. But I was telling you pre-show, I used to play that so much, and there was... There was a cheat code that you could be, I think you could be Spider-Man. I swear you could be Spider-Man, but you could definitely be Darth Maul. Yes, Because I always Maul wanted to be Darth Maul. Uh, and the cruise ship was the best map for that ever. Mm-hmm. I loved every bit of it. I, I would love a really, really nice new Tony Hawk, but a remake. Yes. Not a, not necessarily not a, new a new game or anything like it that. It just doesn't work anymore. And because the first game was so clunky, I mean, if they could, like, redo a little bit of it, I mean, like, the camera. Well, literally with Spyro. Spyro, it's not the same exact controls as PS1. Right. They are changing certain things, like the cameras, but it's going to feel the same and everything is going to look the same. And so we'll see what happens with that. But I'm sure it'll be it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm, Man, Tony Hawk, that's a great idea. I think people would uh, would pay for that. I don't, I don't know how popular it would be, but I think maybe if they waited a few years, got away from the most recent Tony Hawk releases. Because mm-hmm. even Tony Hawk... Five, I want to say, came out just a few years ago. Um, Even if it was only like digital, I mean, if they sure. could do it that way, I'd they be could down for whatever with squeeze that. Squeeze that out. The uh, <laughs> 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 squeezing <laughs> it out, <laughs> snapping it off. Damn it! Uh, so speaking of remasters, Spyro: uh, The Reignited Trilogy is coming to PlayStation Four and Xbox One September twenty-first from Activision. Uh, so it's getting the Crash Bandicoot treatment, which man. Love that game to pieces. I love the original three Crash Bandicoots there. Putting them onto the PS4 like they did was just wonderful. Like, they rebuilt them from the ground up. Um, 
the same studio is not doing this one. This one is going to be Toys for Bob, who makes Skylanders. Okay. Instead, they're doing Spyro, uh, which is going to be Spyro the Dragon, Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage, and the third one, Spyro Year of the Dragon, in that remastered form. Did you play all three back in the day? I did. I did not. I only played oh, the first one. And the third one, you can skateboard. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the, so the first one was 1998 that came out, and then it was uh, uh, every year was a new game. So Ripto's Rage was 99, Year of the Dragon was 2000. Uh, the first one, like most things, is the best. Um, and introduces, obviously, Spyro and Sparks and the storyline of what's happening and Nasty Nork and all that good stuff. And I love the, the humor in Spyro. It's a little bit of what we see in Crash, where it's like Spyro and Crash are yeah. just like, they're dudes. Yeah. Right? They're just, well, I mean, they're just like young, inexperienced yeah. heroes, which is fun. It is fun. Uh, they went into Ripto's Rage, which introduced a more talkative villain, which was Ripto. And he's this little Oompa Loompa guy (laughs) who's trying to take over the world. And I forgot what he does, but he has a magic wand or something, and he freezes dragons. I don't know. How come we can't get a Crash and Spyro crossover where, I mean, that would be awesome, where you have Ripto and Cortex as the the baddies? That would be amazing. This is the Geekiverse trademark. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that would be interesting if they can get the graphics to be the same. Which, I mean, I guess, can you play with... What is Skylanders even on? What is... I don't even know what Skylanders, Skylanders is. is. on everything. Okay, so there's Skylanders, but there's also Crash. Are those separate systems or separate things? Is that Infinity? What, what is that? Because Sky- you, might, you so might be able to on, like, one of the systems. You know what I mean? They were made... So they're published by Activision, made by Toys for Bob, who was formed, I believe, to make Skylanders, and then they kind of ran it into the ground like Guitar Hero a okay. few years back. But those are separate ports, though, you believe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, no, you can't do that yet. <laughs> Maybe, But it's a good idea, though. They could build one from the ground up. They, they'd be ambitious, but can you imagine the fanboys going crazy for that at, like, E3? Oh or gosh. if they had another... Um, what was that fighting game for PS3 that came out? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. All-Stars? Battle Royale? PlayStation All-Stars. <laughs> if you had Crash and Spyro on that. <laughs> oh, that would have been a complete game. Yeah, yeah. I never played that game. That could have been fun. I, I played it, was, it a little bit. I think it came with my PS3 as well. But, um, Probably. It was interesting. It wasn't Smash, obviously, but they tried, and it was cool. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> It gosh. was fun. Yeah. But, yeah. So I, I like that they did that. That was ambitious. Yeah. And then as... Uh, I'm not sure if it was two or three, but in two or three... Spoilers for those of you who have not played it yet. It's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's been we'll 18 years. It's been 18 years. I think we the statute now. of limitations yeah. on that. Uh, you get to play as some of um, Spyro's friends in 2 and 3 and there's like a penguin with a jetpack and there's um, the, like a lion who does some fun stuff and it's it's just a really fun like I don't want to say cute but it's it's entertaining uh, to it's be at least. Yeah, it's, it's cute. It's adorable. It's super you know? cute. It's, it's adorable. Yeah. I can't wait for to, to play those, honestly, because I, I played so little of Spyro back in the day. Mm. I ha- I think I had it again on a demo disc to start with, and mm. I, I played the heck out of it. But obviously it was limited with how, how much I think Crash Team Racing had a Spyro demo. Yes, it did. It was on the I back believe. of the thing. Okay. Oh, my. I think that's right. Yep. Okay, it's all coming back. I had one demo disc for PlayStation that I got through Pizza Hut, if mm. you remember. Pizza Hut? Yeah, I remember Pizza Hut. Yes, uh, that was a former hut that served pizza. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> they stuffed their crust. So wh- they had demo discs for PlayStation, 
and Crash Band Crash Team Racing, I think, was on there, and they had all these great PlayStation games. That's awesome. And I believe Spyro was one of them, but I remember that that was one of my favorite demo discs ever. It would it would have either demos to play or like videos promoting all of them, which is crazy to think of. But mm-hmm. because now you know you and I want to watch a trailer from any era, we literally just Google it or, or go on YouTube. That to to give you trailers for video games, they had hand them out on discs or, yeah. or put them in magazines as part of. If if you ever bought a magazine like a. a um, PlayStation Monthly, they or PlayStation Magazine, they used to have a monthly magazine, and it would be wrapped up in like cellophane because yeah. it would have a disc inside. They didn't want people to take. Like that's Gosh. funny to me. I'm you so know. happy I grew up in the '90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were like the last all generation the, to get all, all the that fun time. fast food toys we got and stuff. Seriously, <laughs> like all the games we experienced. Oh, it was. Uh, I used to collect. Uh, the Burger King was doing like the Toy Story toys when uh, when Toy Story came out originally. And I remember it was like on a tear to find all of them. They had like mm-hmm. eight of them, and they were really good. Yeah. I, I'm sure we have them somewhere. Still. Not anymore. Now their toys are awful. No, they're terrible. They're terrible. Kids don't care. They don't even know. I keep stealing from these kids, and I keep getting bad toys. <laughs> they don't even know. Gosh. Anyway. Damn it. <laughs> so before we head on into uh, to kind of our, our central theme here of the, the episode, one thing I want to throw out to you, uh, the Geekiverse has a Patreon account. Uh, if you don't know what that is, that is a way for fans to support a given property, uh, in this case, us. So if you like what you hear, if you like reading our content at thegeekiverse.com or checking out some of our video content on the web at youtube.com slash thegeekiverse, uh, you could support us monetarily. There are exclusive perks. It's not just throwing money our way. We give you stuff in return. You can go to patreon.com slash thegeekiverse to find out the different levels that you can contribute to us. It's as little as a dollar a month. That goes a long way for us. Helps us keep the lights on and takes us further in terms of what we can deliver for content for you. Um, so like I said, as little as a dollar a month, uh, it'll give you some exclusive perks. We'd appreciate that. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. So that being said, let's jump into... A little bit of a discussion here. So big game also coming out in September, like we mentioned. Spider-Man kicking off the fall gaming season for us Oof. from Insomniac. Yes. PS4 exclusive. People are asking all over the internet if it's a timed exclusive, if it's coming to Xbox, PC. No. This is PS4 exclusive. Yeah, I didn't think it would go to Xbox. It's not going anywhere else. So that is a good reason to own a PS4. Which I do. Yes. I didn't throw it out yet. <laughs> all right. I'm so glad you kept it. Yes. I want to say off the bat, Insomniac is the perfect studio to have this game. They had long been rumored to to be working on something like this. We didn't know what they were working on specifically, but we knew it was a big project. Mm-hmm. When this came out at E3 2016, it was all hell breaking loose in terms of excitement for us. Uh, we were watching it at home in our war room, and oh my gosh, we were freaking out. And there's a like a videotaped reaction of this of all of us freaking out. That being said, did you play? You probably wouldn't have because you're a PlayStation guy. No. Uh, Sunset Overdrive. Uh, no, but it looked very interesting. That oh was my gosh. like the skateboarding, shooting zombies game. Yes. Okay. It with, was with fun like, music. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. It's so underrated. A lot of people didn't. Relatively speaking, a lot of people didn't play that game. But that is a perfect Xbox exclusive to jump into if if you have not yet done so. Wonder, I don't know if that's on Xbox Games Pass, but you can buy it really cheap. Mm-hmm. Anyway, think of it as the mechanics of Tony Hawk, but with a like a maybe the the shooting of like Splatoon that you'd see on, on Nintendo. Okay. Absolute blast. 
colorful world, really goofy, lighthearted, but challenging and fun all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man seems like it almost was like that was like the tryout. Like, hey, we can make this game. What can we do with Spider-Man? Um, Insomniac also, obviously, you know, back in the day with uh, with Ratchet and Clank, they, they've had some classics on their hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your overall thoughts on what we're getting here with Spider-Man? What are you looking forward to? Lay it on me. All right. So I think from what we've seen so far as far as trailers and teasers and articles and everything that we've seen, we are hoping that this is the next Batman game, right? I Oh my gosh, I hope so, so much. It's been on my mind. I hope this is to basically Spider-Man what what Batman got with Arkham in terms of 2009's game with with Rocksteady. Because similar to Batman and even Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War, it has that that flowy combat system, which is fast-paced and somewhat strategic, not too much. I mean, I guess based on what, what you're doing, but it's fun and it's quick and it feels like you're controlling spider-man or batman or a big character and it's it works in these games and i don't know why they're not doing more of this and these were like modern huge franchises yes in in batman spider-man or lord of the rings for mordor and they're risky Mm -hmm. right because licensed properties don't always do well yes and traditionally in video games they've not transferred now batman had never really had a good video game before Rocksteady released Arkham Asylum. Super Nintendo. <laughs> Batman games. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Spider-Man has had a few. I, didn't, I haven't played any of the Spider-Man games on PS2 or anything else, so I cannot vouch for those. But I, if you have, fill me in. I played a little bit of Spider-Man too. Not nearly as much as everyone else uh, back in the day, but that was a tie-in to the movie Spider-Man okay, 2, the original. The movies, okay. And people loved it. I, I didn't play it too much, like I said. I, uh, But, you know... It's it's classic, but for that time period though, it probably felt yes fresh and it was very respected. Okay, now <sighs> Spider Man. I played the Amazing Spider Man, which was tied in a little bit to the rebooted Amazing Spider Man from a few years back. It was okay, like it's mm-hmm. it's whatever. It felt very much like the last of the movie tie in games, okay. if you will. This one feels like it's got so many parallels in what we've seen to Arkham and what it did. Um, even with pop culture, I mean, Batman was so popular because in just a year earlier before Arkham Asylum, The Dark Knight had released. That was one of, I, I saw that movie four times in theaters. Like, I don't know if I've seen any Star Wars as, as many times in theaters, <laughs> which for me is saying a lot. But Dark Knight with Heath Ledger and everything that went on with that with Christopher Nolan, one yes. of the most popular superhero films of all time. And... Did you know Arkham Asylum was originally supposed to be a tie-in to that that movie? No. It was going to be a movie-based video game. Terrible, right? Bad idea. It got delayed, and it was kind of rebuilt up to be Arkham Asylum, well, which glad it was because so much Christian so. Bale cannot move that fast. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, he can't. And it ended up being revolutionary. Where is this game going? <laughs> All right. Where is this game? <laughs> it was. In so many ways, it's one of my favorite games of all time. That and Arkham City, I would say, are my two favorite video games of all time. I play them once every few years. Anytime a new edition comes out, I go and buy it because yeah. I'm a schmuck. But Ar- Arkham Asylum was, I played that when it first came out as well. It, my version came with like 3D glasses or something. Yes, because you had the PlayStation 360. one. Oh, it was, no, <laughs> it was on 360. My, Wait, uh, really? Ar- Arkham Asylum. 
I thought I thought for some reason the 3D version was only on PS3. There was um like an Xbox, no the Xbox Platinum maybe it was. Okay. It was like a platinum game or whatever they called it, but yeah. it came with 3D glasses. I didn't know that. I thought yes. it was only on PS3. Okay. I might still have them. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I have um, the original. But I, yeah, playing that game and slowly seeing. Um, the story moved forward, and all of the villains slowly like appear, and then seeing Batman's allies appear, it's the whole thing just felt amazing. It's I mean, so well written. Yes, and obviously the the gameplay mechanics were awesome. I love the containment of Arkham, and when it, Ar- it felt open world, but it didn't feel like oh I'm mad I can't leave this island. Right for the first one. Right, and the expansion to Arkham City just two years later was just perfect in so many ways because it was an open sprawling city but it never felt like it was too big to conquer and at the same time it felt really active i think that's what we're getting with spider-man yeah if you can get across the map in a reasonable amount of time have it still feel open you're good it's tough to find that balance right like certain games well i mean this is on manhattan so i mean you're going to see those landmarks and um that's somewhat limited i mean yeah and you're right. It's a little bit contained, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't go on forever. Yeah. It's not like one of the, you know, something you'd see in like The Witcher 3 or, or Skyrim where it's just this massive, massive map yeah. that goes on for, for days. And you find the explorer and they're like, hey, there's a whole other place you can go to. Damn it. <laughs> You're like, come on. That's the next two years of my but life. But I'm happy at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's overwhelming, though, for games like this. It is. And I get o- I'll say this. With, with really big games, I get a little overwhelmed. And not to the point where I don't want to play them, but it almost feels like homework. It's like yeah. a grind, right? Um, this I don't think we're gonna have that. I think this is gonna be a lot like Arkham City in that sense. And sure, well, I, I you think about the grappling system in Batman. Yep. I mean, how quickly he just goes rooftop to rooftop. It's gonna be, I believe, the same concept. I haven't seen him. I mean, do you like control where he's shooting his webs or in in Spider Man? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to Spider Man. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I believe you do from the videos I've seen. But okay. I think when you're going across the city, it's just kind of like whatever mechanic you route the um, the web to, it'll it'll just attach to something okay. so you can travel, if that makes sense. Kind of yes. like, I think it's a lot like the grappling hook with Arkham City, like but I don't edges, know that. Like if there's certain edges you can go right. to. Right, like okay. it'll give you that prompt, and then you can hit the button. Okay. So I think that's what it is. Because that would feel a lot smoother than like looking for, you right. know, things. Exactly. But, okay. I, I think that's what it is. Um, so visually, yeah, I think this game looks stunning from some of the screenshots we've gotten it's funny because it's the batman was batman was dark but it worked so even in like the remastered versions when they brightened everything up you're kind of like well you didn't really have to do that like it worked where it was you could see everything you could read everything Mm -hmm. where this game it's daytime it's bright it's spider-man in new york and it's it's, colorful right it's colorful and fun and it's it's working for spider-man obviously unlike where batman needs the darkness so it's funny seeing the two how they're similar but the contrast as well. Same, same, but different. Exactly. Yes. I uh, They rebuilt the... They kind of designed their own Spider-Man suit for this. Insomniac did. Um, you see there's a white spider instead of a black spider on the front and back of his suit. They said the blue... If, if, uh, if you look online, the blue of his suit is basically um, where it stretches more, where it's got more reliability in that sense. And the red is more rigid. It's, it's where he might quote-unquote scrape into a building when he's slinging around or it also uh will help in in battle so i think that was kind of cool and the other thing is they got rid of his his red boots and they they have what look like basically like running shoes because they said for he's 23 in the game 
they felt that was more appropriate. Kind of like that. Like, that's yeah. nice attention to detail. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, the other thing was, at this point, like you and I talked about earlier, he's been doing this for about eight years. Yes. So he is polished. He's good at what he does. A lot like when we got Batman in Arkham Asylum. He knows what he's doing. Didn't really need an origin story. Kind of sick of origin stories at this point. I like that they're doing that. Yes, I agree. We don't need to see Uncle Ben die again. No. And that was one thing Uncle that Uncle Ben dies. Ah, <laughs> dang it. Uncle Benjamin. We I cannot grasp you. the concept of spoilers. That that's one of like the things I can't handle. Just, <laughs> yeah. like, just everybody knows. Are, are, this we, is are we allowed to talk spoilers? <laughs> is this a spoiler cast? Or I don't know what this one is. Sorry. It's okay. Seth asked. Uh, Peter Parker is Spider-Man, for those of you who don't know. Yes. Peter Parker. Peter, oh, gosh. Peter Parker is. Peter Man is Spider-Parker. Yes, he and is. <laughs> and uh, Miles Morales uh, is in this, this game. Yes. I don't know how deep that goes. Mary Jane is in this game, and she's playable, I read, at different times, which I think is cool. Huh. Right. I don't know how I feel about that. So Game Informer... Unless she also has powers or something. Is there like a Spider-Gwen where Mary Jane is... is I don't spi- know. Is there a Spider-Jane? They basically re- redid this. We have Spider-Man fans who want to kill me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Jane. Like, did he just say Spider-Jane? Okay. He's dead. Yeah. Uh, so... Game Informer did a wonderful spread on this this month. Uh, you can check out their coverage right at GameInformer.com or if you subscribe uh, to their Power Up membership at GameStop, you get the magazine for free. Anyway, they did a wonderful month's worth of coverage on this and that was one thing that I thought stuck out to me was the ability to uh, to be MJ. So I don't know what that's going to look like, mm. but I'm intrigued. And it, it walks you through what the intro sequence of the game looks like in terms of who you're battling what the mechanics look like you get like a really quick crash course on everything yeah i think that's really cool are they having dlc for this game yes okay so remember in batman when they had you play as some of the villains yes you think that'll be in this it's a great question because that'd be really cool it would be really cool i'd be all about that i would be very much about that (laughs) villains we need a loki movie and we need more villains (laughs) i do want a loki movie it's just called loki or misunderstood, that'd be funny. Or mischief, that or would be good too. Adopted. <laughs> Just adopted. Oh my gosh! Please do, please do. I I would love that. Yes. So speaking of Loki, real quick, not to get off topic, Maggie yeah. and I did a, an episode of Walking Carpet two episodes ago. You can check that out. It's our All Star Wars podcast. And were we talking about Loki? We were talking <laughs> about she. She mentioned she wanted Tom Hiddleston to play a young Qui Gon Jinn. For some reason, I thought she meant Tom Holland. <laughs> okay. Because I was like, yeah, he just did Spider-Man. He'd be really good. And then huh. afterwards, it hit me that she said Tom Hiddleston. And I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's a different guy. It's a different guy altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I hit a clear the air on that. So a young Qui-Gon. Tom Holland would be my guy. Not Hiddleston for that. But that is a time for or a, a story for another time. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, what was I going to say with Spider-Man? Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Uh, there will be DLC. DLC, yep. Don't know what the price is. They haven't committed to that yet. Uh, but I, that's good. I, You know, it, we used to, in the industry, kind of scoff when we heard DLC was coming before the game even released. Yeah. But now it's kind of commonplace to do so. So it it's doesn't also bother good me. content, usually. I mean, as long as it's... If people don't want it, they vote with their yeah. wallet and they don't... Exactly. For it, right? I mean, if you bought the game full price for 60 bucks and you liked it and you want more, go all out. I mean, it's just good. I don't know. What would 
this game have to do? Well, let me ask you this: Is this going to be a day one game for you, or are you going to wait till the reviews come out? So, <laughs> I don't want it to be because you know I love steel books, right? <laughs> yes. So I want the steel book, and I'm pretty sure the steel book only comes in like that big. It's like a hundred and twenty, oh, no. hundred and forty dollar box, and it's got like a Spider-Man figure and artwork and a steel yeah. book and all the DLC. And I'm just like. Oh gosh, I can't eat this week. <laughs> is it worth? Is it worth the steel book? So, regardless of not or whether or not I get the steel book or not, I believe it will be a day one edition. Okay, um, okay. Because I would love to play it, and it looks great. I already pre-ordered Spyro, by the way. So. Did you? Really? <laughs> Going back I, to that. I, I I I put my five bucks down. Literally, just put my pre-order in for uh, for God of War, which comes out in a few days. I do the Best Buy Gamers Club. It's a really good deal. It's thirty bucks for two years, so fifteen a year, really. Okay. You get twenty percent off all new games, so it's like Amazon Prime. Okay. But Prime or Amazon has done this thing where a lot of times you can't get the game day one. I don't know why. I think they're they're it's like an unofficial price match, mm-hmm. which is dumb because most games are fifty nine ninety nine when they retail, but forty seven ninety nine like you can't go wrong with that. And it's not just on brand new releases. It's just new games in general. So if a game is 40 bucks, you're getting 20% off the 40 bucks. So like Spyro, for example, would be that. So just just something to consider. Just saying. People out there, it's it's a really good deal. I've been doing it wrong <laughs> for so long. <laughs> yes. I, I do. No, like definitely I'll check it out. Though. I'll check it out. Because I, I usually go to GameStop or Target. To be honest, just because they're so close to my house, so it makes sense. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'll like, just go over here. And yeah, Best Buy is not exactly close to you. No, so it doesn't make sense. And but yeah. they do have the best steel books. <laughs> they do have the best steel books. They like have a heart string just attached right uh, to you. Goodness. What does Spider-Man have to do the the game, not the hero, by okay. the way, to be a success to you? So we already know he's experienced, so I don't have to worry about us seeing like a a newbie Spider-Man, except maybe like a tutorial showing us how to play. Right. Um, I mean, I would love to see some depth. I would love to see some, some cut scenes and things like that. Just like kind of get me attached to, to this Spider-Man. That would be good. Um, and there's going to be some RPG elements on top of it. Okay. So yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm also very curious about how he's going to interact with some of the other characters. I mean, like, we see um, Osborne as the mayor of Manhattan. Very interesting. Yes. Um, so I'm curious to see what we're going to see with everybody else. I mean, uh, his best friend, uh, Harry, see what happens with him, what's going on with uh, his love interests. I mean, I feel like all of that's going to be, like, a major tie-in for the game as far as, like, I don't know, what, how, how I'm going to appreciate it and what's going to happen. I, like, I'm not worried about the combat. I'm not, I've played these kind of games before, so I'm ready for that. So I'm going to need, as far as me to give this game like a solid like 10 out of 10, I need the combat to be on point. I need the cutscenes to be on point, and I need it all to tie in together and work. So I, From what I understand, they said in like God of War, uh, with Spider-Man, you, you can't tell like bet- the difference between cutscenes and gameplay. Okay. That's crazy that we've gotten to that point yes. in gaming. Like this is That's like awesome. Nirvana, right? Like it's perfect. Um I think I'm trying to control him but he won't move. <laughs> oh, it's a cutscene. Yeah. Dude, get my ass kicked. Oh, it's a cutscene. I'm not even control. Oh, shit. Jeez. Did you did you play Uncharted 4? Um mm, 
Wait, that's one with the girls. No, it was it was uh, the last Nathan Drake one. Then yes, yes okay. I did. In that game, I can't tell you how many times I didn't realize it came back from a cutscene and went into game. Just gameplay. standing there, I stood there like an idiot. So there. Did you know there's a in all the stats in the game there's a metric that says how much time you don't move? <laughs> and mine ended up being like an hour. <laughs> so embarrassing. It's a 15 hour game wow. and an hour. Nathan of it. is really deep in thought in this scene. <laughs> oh no, here we go again. Oh now I'm gonna go murder somebody <laughs> and swing off this rope. Hide in this bush for a while. <laughs> like, that's incredible. Yeah. What? A, kudos to Naughty Dog for keeping that stat. By the way, that's hilarious. But seriously, mine was like an hour. Standing around, not realizing that I was done. I'd be like, "Oh crap!" So I think that's this is separate increments to equal an hour, not yes, one cell like <laughs> <one laughs> of, of you staring at a TV. Well, this is garbage. <laughs> Why is it taking so long? God, this camera is just panning around me. I don't know what's happening. More in the game froze again. <laughs> yeah, just I, touch the controller, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My battery's dead. <laughs> I think uh, we're gonna get that with Spider-Man. I think for me, for this to be a success. I'm not worried about the cinematics or the. I'm not worried about the gameplay. I think that's going to be easy because Insomniac is so good at it's it. It's like my least worry, like I said. I mean, it's yeah. just like Sunset Overdrive. It's either going to work so or it's not. So, and the, it, it'll work from what I've seen. It's got to so. be good writing. It's got to be a good story for me. Story is huge when it comes to video games for me. It's got to be good writing for this to be next level good, Arkham good, if you will. Bring it on. I'm, I'm hoping that that's the case in September 7th. Can't get here soon enough. Well, like Arkham, it says they're, they're going to have the um, the takedowns as well. Yes. So I'm hoping they do the cutscene-style takedown as like well. Like if you build up your meter? <coughs> yes. Like a, like a combo meter would be great. And then seeing him, I don't know, just like kind of cut just for like that split second, similar to, to Shadow of War and Shadow of Mortar as well. Where, oh, yeah, yeah. Where it like kind of goes like... <laughs> and then you just like blow somebody's head off, and then you're, you yeah. like it, it works. Like it, it, the game doesn't slow down when those happen, right? Because you're still excited about your combat and about seeing different finishers and things like that. It's almost like a little a little break in the action. Yeah, it helps. You, helps sh- you, you just shake your thumb off real quick. You're like, All right, I'm back in. I'm back. I'm doing good. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think that's gonna be great. I earned this thumb shake. I, I <laughs> yeah. I there, there's gonna be leveling up, which I thought was interesting. Uh, so like a le- like level up abilities kind of thing yes okay i don't know if you get to choose the abilities or like if at level eight you unlock this ability for example so it, it might be like i don't know stealth and combat and something else like in most games or it could be so it could be like or like that, a tree or it style. could be like my hope you know not that choice is bad but sometimes being linear is good too i would hope that it would be something like arkham where it was like after so many levels you got you got to walk on, on top of the bat rope or like you got the scrambler after so many levels. Okay. So as you're playing, he's finding new equipment and, yes. or he has a helper who's giving him stuff. And in, I, in this, it says he basically develops all his own upgrades because okay. he's Peter Parker. He's super smart kind of mm-hmm. thing. So he does his own tech. I think that's interesting. And I like that because at first I thought the same thing. I'm like, all right, who's my Oracle? Who's my, my person that's or, yeah. uh, Alfred even that's going to ship these in for me. Mm-hmm. Like he does his own things. And it makes sense because he's Peter Parker. It's Tony Stark, actually. Well, <laughs> spoiler. No, okay, maybe for the upcoming Infinity War. Tony Stark is not in the game. Hey, uh, a week and a day from 
this podcast. We get to go see Infinity War. We do. And oh. I am all caught up. I've seen everything Marvel except Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I can just read online. Oh, you are like way past me then. So wait, what what, 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 what TV series have you watched? So um, did you do like Agent Peggy there? Carter? No. Agent Carter, excuse me. Okay, so so besides TV shows, I'm sorry. Did you let's, so let's you did all the movies? I movies I've seen all of. Okay. Um, Agents, me too. Agents of Shield. I got pretty far. I have not watched it. Okay, it's it's good. It's a couple episodes were kind of like meh, but yeah. Overall, it's it's a good series. I mean, I heard it dipped in in quality from time to time, but I mean, it's a it's a series, so whatever. Yeah, it's gonna happen, of course. Yeah. Um, but I. I mean, everything else from movies. Well, what other shows are there that I missed? There was... Uh, so I, I didn't see Peggy Carter or Agent Carter. Agent Carter. I don't... In terms of... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Those are, like, loosely connected, where, like, yeah. the MCU has, like... So oh, yeah. Movies. Well, I'm sorry. Well, there's Daredevil and Jessica Jones, and that, that's sure. all Marvel. Right. But you don't really need to see those to do, one, to do anything else with Infinity War. But I have seen most of those. I got so you. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Luke Cage. But I, I saw those. Uh, season one Jessica Jones. I saw Iron Fist, which I loved Iron Fist. Everyone hated Iron Fist. You loved Iron I Fist. Loved Iron okay, Fist. Okay, I did not. I did not watch it. But I'm okay. only saying that because I've never like, heard of. Ma- I wish Maggie was here because I wanted to argue with her about it. it oh, fantastic! Do people hate well, that show? I don't know. Every I don't know. It was good. I liked it. Uh, the the fighting scenes like were Defenders good. Either. The soundtrack was good. Defenders was okay. But they they pulled, I don't know. They pulled too much attention away from everybody, without balancing it out. Gotcha. So unlike Marvel's like Avengers, where it works when they like cut the different people. Yeah. This was kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm invested in this character. Now we're going to go over here and build up this character. And you're like, wait, but I want to go back to that character. Uh, that's <laughs> so a, it like it wasn't enough. But I guess they're supposed to do more with that show too. That's but. a tough balance to strike, I think. <laughs> but anyway. I. Uh, Anyway, yes. Yes, I am all caught up. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> Overall. I, I'm a huge fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I recently, minus Black Panther, because I watched that in February when it was in theaters, mm-hmm. watched all 17 Marvel movies in an effort to write <laughs> a whole slew of articles for thegeekiverse.com. I mean, damn it, that's journalism dedication right there, if, if you will. I don't know. I'm just patting myself on the back, really. But... I did that, and I, I love the MCU to begin with. It's so much fun watching all of it come together and where it's going to go next week. I'm so excited. I, I think it's going to be... All right, all right. Who dies? Who dies in, in Infinity War? Everyone. Everyone dies. There will be no Avengers 4. It's over. It's rebooted with Captain Marvel next year. Yes. <laughs> no, Um. so as much as I want to, I have not read like Civil War or any of the comics which are somewhat similar to the, to the movies that are happening. Yeah. Because I don't want to know anything Same that's going to happen. Um, if I have to choose, I'm going to say it's going to be one of the main three, which would be um, Iron Man, Captain America, or Thor. Oh, my gosh. You. Please stop it. I've never, oh. So if... And it, it's because those characters <sighs> have each been rebooted I believe. Well, I know it was Iron Man. I know it was Thor, where they have a female lead. Right. And I feel like they've done enough movies where they need to stop while they're ahead. Gotcha. I thought you know that a while ago with Marvel, and they keep proving with it wrong. Captain America. I think everybody thinks he's gonna die, so he won't. <laughs> but maybe he'll retire or something like that. He you know feels I mean? like the easy choice to me. And I, yes. even if last year I, it was like, yeah, it's Cap. It's got to mm-hmm. be Cap because you've got you've got Bucky and you've got Sam there to take over. Yes. Uh, it, you know, if we're 
But I feel like even with that, they're going to cast somebody new. So we'll, we'll have to see what happens with the whole time travel thing and with what they're going to do with all the stones. And You've broken me because right now I'm like, if Iron Man dies, I'm, I don't know. You I never thought Tony shut- would die? No. That would be the okay, ultimate. So that think, would be think the about ultimate. This. Think about this. Think about... But Thor can't die. They've got to do the Thor and Guardians crossover movie. <laughs> they are. It's, just it's a... called Infinity War. No! <laughs> this is called the Avengers Thor and Friends. All right. Think about um, Tony Stark's personality through all of his movies, including the Avengers. I know I've been writing about how much he's grown okay. as a character. So think of how much he's grown as a character. No. But also Don't wanna. how incredibly depressed that man is. <laughs> Because of all the chaos and stuff he's yes. caused. Oh. Mm-hmm. And all the mistakes he's made. And I think it's going to be him. No, I never even thought of that. It never even crossed my mind. I was like, he's safe. One he's of the main safe. three. What's that? One of the main three. Oh, man. Gosh. And I, I consider them the main three like leaders yeah, of the group. Th- so, they, are. Okay. They, are. they really are. And everybody else is important. Oh, my gosh. I think Black Panther's kind of going to ease into one of those roles. Yeah, I think we mentioned this last time after we saw Black Panther of seeing him kind of take over as a leader, yeah. which would be cool. I mean, I'd be okay with that. Gosh. Well, now i got to go write an article about how Tony Stark can't die. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tom. I'm going to be up all night. So that's that. <laughs> so Spider-Man with I a- lied. I just said this to mess with him. No, he does that. No, he's he's no, like Scarlet Witch. He messes with your mind, man. So uh, Spider-Man Homecoming was so popular last year when it rebooted kind of Spider-Man. And I think I think it's the best... Spider-Man movie to date. A lot of people will fight me on that, but it's it's my favorite. I think it's the best iteration. And I think, you know, obviously it wasn't like Dark Knight level good or anywhere close to it with the cultural impact that that had. However, I see a lot of similarities with, with the timeline there. We had Arkham Asylum come out a year after that. Uh, we've got a year after Homecoming, and here we are. I think they have Vulture in this game too. Yes, Vulture is in the game. Uh, Kingpin's in the game. Obviously, like you said, Osborne. So I... Man, I just I can't wait to see where it goes. I think this is going to be a good game. I don't think it's a sure bet, though. There are certain games I look at, and I'm like, that's a sure bet, which is risky. But this one, I don't think I don't think it is. I think it's going to be good. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. If you had to rate it right now, what, I think it'll what be? you've seen, what you think it'll be versus what it's going to be when you actually play it and then rate it. I, I, so, I Then we can go back and see how close we were to our ratings. <laughs> so... The, thi- the problem is I'll probably end up reviewing this and just score it this so I could match it. No. Um, I would say, guessing on how hyped it is versus what it might end up actually being, I I wouldn't be shocked if it ended up in the 8, maybe 8.5 range. And that's a good game, by the way. Mm-hmm. But I think people are thinking this is like a like a 9.5, you know, which is crazy good. Uh, so... It that's still good, but that that leaves something to be desired. If you're at between an eight, eight two five, eight point five, somewhere in there, I I can see it being as 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 low as an eight. Okay. I hope not. I hope I'm wrong. I think there's no, no such thing as a perfect game. No, I, I, I agree. Always room for improvement. So any of the ten out of ten games out there, that better be based on some kind of best of five points kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? So, I've scored. One game, a 10 out of 10. And I don't consider a 10 out of 10 perfect, like you. Okay. So for me, 10 out of 10 is there was no flaws in the game and everything was fantastic and I will continue playing this game until I die. I think... (laughs) (laughs) So maybe that does meet my definition a little bit. But uh, I think in movies, 
and in games, there's no such thing as a perfect game, but a game that could be as good as it can be, if that makes sense, or a movie that can be as good as it can be. Okay. I, that's weird to say. That's what I mean. Like, if you had, like, um, like a system, right? then I could see a 10 out of 10. But even then, I feel like I'd be like, well, I'm going to give this, lose a half a point here just because right. that's what I do. Arkham City, <laughs> I gave a 10 out of 10. Okay. Um, I have to go back and read that, and I'm gonna find a flaw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have you not. rewriting all your articles. You, you um, go do it. I, but no, I'm with you though. I think it's gonna be close. I'm gonna say eight and a half, nine for that one as I mean, well. That, that's staggering. And that, good. that's my hopes. That's what I want it to be. So we'll have to see when we play it. Will but. this be in the Geekiverse's top five come December for Game of the Year running? Okay, I'll say so this: we have Seth Zelinsky. Who is a massive Spider-Man fan, so his vote will probably be up there. Okay, but so, you got the rest of us who might but not be so. What are the other big? I mean, God of War God is going to be in there for so sure. That's a point. Um, maybe Spider-Man. Tomb Raider. I, I don't know. Those mm. have been really popular. Okay, top ten. I'm going to say yes then. Red Dead Redemption. Well, top five. Top five. Yes. Red Dead Redemption will be there. Like, there's no way it's not. Right? It's 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 Rockstar Games. Okay, I'm going to say if it's if it's in the top five, it's going to be. Four or five. I agree. Okay, because there's a lot of other games that I'm still unsure that are coming out and how they're going to actually be. We don't even, yeah, we don't even know a lot of the games that will be coming out. Exactly. Like, so I'm going to say it's going to be towards the bottom because I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with I you. I, we'll but that's still saying a lot. Like, I'm, even... I'm still hoping they talk about Beyond Good and, Good and Evil this year at mm. E3, which they probably won't. That's but. like that's like the new. Um, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! What's the game that? Oh, the Last Guardian. That feels like the new Last Guardian to me, where it's just going to take forever. It's yeah. going to be in development hell. But if they announce it, I'm going to be like losing my mind. <laughs> ever, ever since that video I saw, I was, it was like, really oh, good. I need this right now. <laughs> it's yeah, be fantastic. Yeah, I can't and wait. it could be terrible, but yeah, hope not. Hope not. <laughs> so yeah, let's just say top five. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, well, I think we can both agree it's on our most anticipated list. Yes, that'll so work. we we can do that towards the top. Okay. I think that's about a wrap here. We've had a lot of good video game discussion today. You, you and I carried the show here. We, we could do this. Okay. We don't even so Seth and Pavlak don't even don't even worry about co- turn in your keys. Don't worry about coming next month. I miss them. Oh, okay, I miss I the banter. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss the banter. Yeah, they were going at it. The uh, oh Logan. Yeah. Or yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Side whisper. Uh, side whisper. Side whisper. Uh, so yes, <laughs> we are giving away a copy of the movie Logan. If you like Marvel. Uh, you, you know, you'd probably enjoy that. Uh, digital copy, it is high definition, but not 4K. That was something that someone asked us on Facebook. Sorry. I don't care. It's the best I could do on short notice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Logan is a wonderful, wonderful movie. It was uh, one of the best movies that came out last year. was in our running for movie of the year. Um, it, it is one of my favorites that I've seen in a long it, time. It is my movie of the year. Very good. So there you have it. Tom Colbert's movie of the year 2017. We are giving that away. Go to Facebook.com slash TheGeekiverse and share our pinned status. That's all you got to do is share that status. We'll find you. We'll find you. Don't worry about it. And we'll, uh, we'll, do, a random, uh, we'll do a random drawing uh, towards the end of this week. Uh, so we'd love to give that away, possibly even to you. Go find us on Facebook and do that. We've got a lot of good events coming up, Tom. Uh, a month from today, the day the podcast comes out. I like speaking like a day ahead. So really, it's April 17th that we're recording this. But anytime I've said today, it's really April 18th. No, it's the 17th. But when people hear this, it's the 18th. So oh. it's, yeah, it's mind-blowing. No, right? I know. It's hard. <laughs> so 
Nickel City Con. If you are Woo! in the surrounding area of Buffalo, New York, or Western New York at all, or if you're not, make the trip. Yes. It's an awesome, awesome weekend here. It's Nickel City Con 3. Uh, it happens May 18th through the 20th, I yes. believe. Yeah, it's Friday, it's- Saturday, Sunday. And uh, we are a sponsor. We are very excited to be there. We are hosting a lot of the celebrity Q&As as well as uh, a few of our own little uh, shindigs, if you will. So mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars trivia, I am hosting all three days. Come see if uh, if you have what it takes. <laughs> I'm writing all the questions, by the way. So that's kind of crazy. Okay. Uh, not from memory. We did Star Wars trivia a couple of weeks ago. And we, it was a mess. Oh, we should uh, use some of those questions. Those questions those are were nuts. insane. It was asking like the color of the inside of spaceships and we we're like, what? And Joe knew it. But <laughs> that was <laughs> but, the worst part. I had to think about it. Yeah. Right? No, He's like, honestly, wait a minute. I struggled in a yeah. lot of those questions. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring those. We can. We should absolutely. Those, that was some of the those. hardest Star Wars trivia I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Just say it. Yes. So, uh, what shoe size was? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's It's crazy. So, Nicholas City Con, uh, I am hosting a panel with legendary voice actor Steve Blum. Uh, he's done probably 100 things that you are aware of. Go Google his name. Uh, also, I'm hosting a panel with John Heater, Napoleon Dynamite himself. Yes, yes, that is actually happening. We'll also have Lou Ferrigno. Um, Hulk Hogan's going to be there. A lot Hulk of really, vs. Hulk. A lot of uh, awesome, awesome, awesome stuff going on. That being said... One month after Nickel City Con, so middle of June, the Geekiverse is going back to E3. Proud to announce that we'll have a, a small team on the floor in Los Angeles. Adam, her, and myself are going to be going. Adam's one of our video producers at the Geekiverse. Cannot wait. We're going to be there for the entire week. We'll, uh, we'll have behind-the-scenes access. We'll be meeting with developers and publishers and getting our hands on some of the games uh, that are coming out this year and next, and we'll be able to report back and give you some, some good feedback on what we can expect for those. E3 last year was one of the best experiences I've, I've ever had in this industry in the short time that we've been doing stuff. And uh, it's it's exhausting, but it's awesome, and I can't wait to be there. We'll have a home crew that's doing a lot of video uh, stuff as well. That being said, Thomas, where can we find you on social media? You don't have to bring up Twitter if you don't want to. At uh, Tom Colbert. At Tom Colbert. I Never remember. Underscore. Yes. We talked about that last time. Wait, yeah. let, me, let me double check. Oh, he's got no, double check. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, what can you plug uh, maybe that you've written or will be working on for thegeekiverse.com that fans can start uh, salivating over, if you will? Okay. Um, Jeez. So, I'm all over the place. For those of you that have heard me on podcasts before, um, I mentioned that I do video games, I do board games, I do movies, I do TV shows, I do uh, opinion pieces. I'm all over the place. So, if you search my name, I'm sure to come up on geekiverse.com. But... Recently, I've been working on a bunch of little side projects. Like, I'm always working on... I've been more of an ideas guy lately than an article guy lately. Yes. Uh, I need to step up my game a little bit. He is uh, Mr. Idea, and it's very good. Yes. Mr. Idea at, Mr. Idea. at twitter.com.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Mr. Idea Twitter uh, at yahoo.com. Peeping Tom. <laughs> so, um, just st- stuff to look forward to. I mean, I can't really say too much because nothing is written in stone, but... Just stay with us, and I promise you that there will be some good stuff ahead. So yeah, always, uh, always a lot of good content on whether whether you like podcasts, movies, video games, comics, you name it, we've got it going on there. Uh, on Twitter, I am at Josiah D. Leroy. You can find me talking about basically either video games, Star Wars, or the Buffalo Sabers. But thankfully, the Saber season is over, so I won't be talking about them so much. Um, as I've got my Anaheim Ducks hoodie on, go Ducks! But they are probably going to be eliminated tonight, so that is not good. 
or last night by the time you're hearing this podcast. It's so hard to keep that straight. No, it's tonight. I can't tell if he's kidding or if he's serious. Damn it, Tom. So uh, for myself at the Geekiverse, I've been writing an 18-part article series called Some Assembly Required. I'm really proud of that name. It is on the Marvel Cinematic Universe and how each of the Marvel movies ties in to Infinity War and why it's important and how it sets up for a successful run for Infinity War, which is just a meager one week and one day away. Can't believe it's almost here. The next month we get Solo and Deadpool. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So uh, you can check those articles out. I'd really appreciate that. For the Geekiverse, you can go to, like I mentioned earlier, patreon.com slash the Geekiverse. We'd appreciate it if you took a look or even uh, tell a friend about it. For as little as a dollar a month, you can support us. Earn exclusive rewards and perks by choosing your level of support. As always, we we appreciate you. Even if uh, even if you don't want to do that and you just like listening or reading our listening to or reading our content, we very much appreciate all that you do for us. Uh, you keep the lights on by doing that. Additionally, you can go uh, check out every week over at 26shirts.com. That's the number 26 and then shirts.com. That's our partner, uh, Fantastic T-Shirts. We have a new geek shirt every week, which you can pr- uh, purchase. There's a 10% off code that we provide every week on our social media at facebook.com and at twitter.com slash the underscore Geekiverse. And... Uh, Every purchase goes to a good cause. There's uh, either a family in need that we're helping out or a charity involved. So a portion of that is going to proceed and, and benefit one of them. Full details right at 26shirts.com for that. I think that's about everything I wanted to cover today. We got through a lot of video game stuff. So yeah. next month's episode, E3 predictions. Ooh. Can't wait. Can't wait. That's always a fun show to do. So for Tom, I am Josiah. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time.